Hi, Murray. Welcome Hello. back. Hello, Charlie. Hi. You've been to two states in like four days. I've been on two coasts. Two coasts. Yes, let's be correct. Corey, tell the people where you were. Oh, my God. So I was at Disney World, yeah. and it is everything. But um, no, but Essence Magazine, we partnered with Steve Harvey to produce the Disney Dreamers Academy. Mm. Which is which we do uh, every year. We do every year. This is their twelfth year. It's really, really beautiful. And I want to give a shout out to Sharia Jackson because Sharia Jackson for years held it down teaching the journalism deep dive. But now Sharia has is soaring out there, um, promoting continuously promoting her book and web series Boss Bride. But I stepped in to teach the journalism students, and they were the best students. So shout out to Lainey, Patrice, and Adjo. You guys were really, really fantastic. We put together a newsletter just in three days. And can I tell you, Adjo and Lainey, so on Saturday, the kids, they, 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 we're not just only talking about journalism. They get to learn about Imagineering. You've been to Aww, Disney World, but, you yeah. know, they get to learn all the ins and outs of Walt the Disney World which and is, Walt Disney and Walt Disney World which is amazing oh. but they gave up their park time they had three hours of park time and if y'all don't know about a free uh, that fast pass oh, that, that fast, fast pass, pass life everything. okay the Disney fast pass the Disney well you get to I mean one skip the line <laughs> one line one ride the the dwarf ride was three hour wait without oh. fast pass with fast pass we got in about 25 minutes okay that life, life. changing so these girls left Fast pass. They left their fast pass on the table. We went into the Disney University uh, conference room, bang, and it was a beautiful day down in Florida. Beautiful, like eighty degrees. Beautiful. And they passed. And they passed that up to knock out this newsletter. So I love them. So anyway, I was there with them. Beautiful experience. And then, so after I left there on Sunday, I literally got on a plane and jetted to San Jose, California. For a big announcement. But first, I'm going to dig into these trips, Corey, because I need more. Yes. But this is is Yes Girl. I'm Charlie Penn. I'm Corey Murray. And we have a very special guest on the show this week. Yes, we do. Talk about girl power. Girl power. Tiffany, our producer, she just gave us a, best catchphrase for Sally Richardson Whitfield which is booked and busy booked and busy one of the top black female directors in TV and I mean like top Top. like she's working on things you don't even know she's working on Queen Sugar Blackish all of those that's just Shy's coming up Dear White People everything y'all she's a boss on so many levels and if you love a good gem from a boss please Pull over, buckle down, <laughs> buckle up, buckle down and listen to this. If you're at work, scoot a chin in your chair, get up close to your desk. Like, get into Sally. She's She really inspired me. She really is. And also, so you know, she is the wife of Devondre Whitfield, who's starring on Queen Sugar. Yes. We know her from a low down dirty shame. She yeah. was on Eureka for years. She's... What did, what did she say? She was like 51? Yeah, and she and looks 31. Remember she looked oh that dad? I was she like, came in there with pigtails, a little uh, pork pie hat. Uh, a monochromatic navy blue situation. Yo. I think black women have science labs in their basements. <laughs> and we are figured out the secret to youth and we just won't share. No. I understand. We share with each other. Yes, we do. She looked good. And it was, she was so inspiring. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this, this, this interview. I think so too. Now back to your big, <laughs> big California moment, Corey. So big California moment was that, you know, at SS, we, you know, under new leadership, we're making things happen. And we have a beautiful cover with Issa Rae, which we revealed through a partnership with Apple News Plus. 
epic. Epic. We were part of the demo. Did y'all see the live Apple demonstration? Essence. And you know, funny enough, the guy, when he came out, Wyatt Mitchell, when he came out to start it, I texted Rhonda Thompson, our creative director, because I was like, yo, is that Wyatt Mitchell from Vibe? <laughs> Rhonda and Jackie and Jackie Monk used to work with Wyatt back in the day at Vibe. He was Look a produ- he worked in production. And Anyways, now he's so at Apple giving the big reveal? Giving the big reveal. Better come through, Wyatt. And Issa Rae is looking gorgeous. We shot her down in New Orleans, where she's filming her next movie. It's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And tell beautiful. them about the, the like the way we had to film the cover so it moves on Apple. Oh News yeah, yes. Yeah. So living exactly. cover. What are they called? The I forget what they call them. I actually don't know what the name is. I but call yeah. it dope. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it is dope. Sorry. That's, let's just call yes. it dope moving covers. Yes. But it's sort of like a video because they wanted something that would basically literally come to life on the cover because that's, that's the beautiful. way we are using our phones. That's the way Apple works. It's about taking creativity to the next level. So we had to shoot it in such a way that it would just breathe in a way and she's thriving on this cover right now it's so beautiful and it's so great to see you guys sharing it and loving it too i saw y'all hit me up about isa i know she looks gorgeous the ring looks gorgeous but it's none of our business Lisa don't want nope, it to be she's our business very private about that she i mean if she regrets having isa as a character she's definitely i think i read somewhere that she said i didn't want anybody uh, telling me how my my love life would be like yeah. that's where she drew the line she's yeah. always been clear yes her personal business is her personal yes. business so stop tweeting me guys i don't know <laughs> i just know she looks gorgeous she looks amazing <laughs> now charlie pan this is something i've had to ask you because i missed talking about it last week i've been dying to ask you about us and what you thought because you are the horror film enthusiast on the podcast but before we get into your theories yes. i want everyone who loves yes girl podcast to tell us what they thought of us don't forget, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Tell us what you thought about us, but Charlie. Girl. Spoiler alert, y'all. Spoiler alert. Because we're about to go in. Tell me your thoughts. I have so many thoughts. Okay. okay. All right. Be quick. Be quick. Someone asked me, how does it compare to Get Out? <laughs> Let's not do that. No. It's, it's a completely different movie, right? Completely different movie, It's yes. like a whole different, like, there's levels, right? This is like, remember Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio? I love that movie. Where, right. Where it's like a dream and a dream and a dream. This is like a a, a mind F to a mind mind F. It's just like, I don't even know where to start. It was so much more complex in a different way. I enjoyed it, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm about to call my husband out. He fell asleep on the first part because I do think it got a slow start. But I think yes, if you can I'll, hang yeah, in there, yeah. it was worth the ride. Well, I will admit, because I'm so not into horror, it wasn't as scary right. as I thought it was going to be. Right. True. And I don't like when movie, actually, I don't like what I do like. I'm conflicted. I love when movies have like the truth in the beginning where they have the little factoid. Yeah. Because that makes, because that's the thing I don't like about scary movies is that there's some truth to it. Yes. So when I saw that thing about the underground and the, the tunnels, tunnels, it got me thinking like, oh shit, is this real? Is this real? But we didn't kind of get to it till so much in the end that I was kind of like, oh, now I kind of had to come back to it so i kind of agree with you there it was a, it was slow in some parts it was slow in some parts well the truth was so scary though that's yes. the thing and honestly i've been thinking this whole time like who's in the tunnels under my apartment building what happens if they come out and you know us <laughs> living to, in new york to hear those stories too about people those they come i think subway people yes yes no yes. yeah yeah but one thing i will give gordon P- jordan peele all oh, the credit shoot. for spoiler alert oh spoiler alert so are we late we're late sorry spoiler alert spoiler alert um <laughs> I Jordan Peele, thank you for giving Lupita this moment. Yes. 
because I've loved her 12 Years a Slave. I, of course, loved her in Black Panther, but I saw her true brilliance as an actress. Playing as, as opposite herself. Opposite herself. When she's sitting in that chair, Indian, uh, crisscross applesauce, oh and she's like feeling on her face, and then she's doing the cuckoo, cuckoo, and, or whatever the voice. those voices. Oh, yeah. It was chilling. Yeah. That's the word I've been yeah. using. And I mean, I'm still reading theories on theories on theories. We don't want to spoil the whole movie for you. But I just, I love that he's constantly making us think about how scary the truth is. Mm-hmm. And the realities and the, the the jumpsuits were intentional. The colors were intentional. The rabbits. Girl, the rabbits. I need to. All right. We're going offline about the rabbits because I, I don't, I don't really understand the rabbits. You don't understand the rabbits? No, I don't understand. Well, we did say spoiler alerts, right? Yeah, we did. So what is it? What's with the They're rabbits? food. Oh, shit. Because I, I had so many questions, right? Like, I was like, so they, how do they eat? How do they, like, are they having involuntary sex down there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, once you know that they, you know, the, the concept, which, again, spoiler alert, then I have questions, right? Didn't you have questions? I did, but I didn't think. Like, so they're the food two. for the doppelgangers. Mm-hmm, for the tethered. But where did tethered come from? I guess they're just, it was... Ooh, was, that's the science fiction it's part the of science it. experiment gone wrong kind of thing right lord i hope y'all turned it off if you haven't seen it because every person i know saw it last weekend so we love y'all yay yay okay we'll shut up now okay but one us last, is good us is good and one last thing i saw before coming into our do our recording was that jordan peele basically said that every one of his horror movies is going to have a black person in the lead he said he yes. loves white folks uh, but he said he's seen those movies before, but he is committed to putting black folks in the lead. His and that movies. is so important because as a horror movie enthusiast, thriller enthusiast, we don't see enough of us on screen. And you already know we die in the first 20 minutes. It's a whole thing. Yo, when that daughter killed the shit out of those twins, I, know. I loved it. I know it was a little disturbing because she was, what, 12. I know. But it was kind of cool, I though. Know. It was so good. This movie, y'all, I mean, 71 million he made. He broke a record, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele is the GOAT. And he's still a new director in a sense. He is. But look at these receipts. Now I want to see, now I'm ready for Twilight Zone. What he's going to do with Twilight Zone, I the remake. Yeah. I love Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, is it just me? I love, I've seen every Twilight Zone. I think I'm about to get this CBSO access. Okay. Girl. And you know the Sci-Fi Network always has a marathon. Yeah. You need a good, some good early thrillers, like some black and white single camera thrillers. The Twilight Zone is good. I don't care. Charlie Payne went all the way back. I did, but I mean, I love him. All right, so new black people in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan is the b- goat. What else? Did, did we miss anything else? Well, Charlie Pan, now, I was away. You know, I'm a little jet lagged. <laughs> we love But I too. did see some news about Wendy Williams. Can you catch me up real quick, please? <sighs> Wendy is being very brave and very strong. She came back to her show, as you know, and then she admitted that she's living in a sober house. Okay, Because she's that, still yeah. battling some past addictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know her history with addiction. And she's really trying to be vocal about how hard it's been, but also how powerful it's been to be living with people who don't care that she's Wendy. They don't care about any of it all. They just want her to get better. And she's still on her journey, which I don't, you know, I think we all thought it was just a medical mm-hmm. leave of absence. So she's really owning her truth right now. Okay. And then there's like some simultaneous scandal going on where rumor has it that her husband allegedly reportedly allegedly reportedly has a mistress and allegedly reportedly that mistress has had a child. But it's I'm you know, I can't help but wonder if the two things are related. Cuz as you know, an emotional stress can really send a former addict down 
yeah way down again get them off the wagon so i mean i'm just praying for wendy i hope all of that side business isn't true but life ain't easy life is tricky and you know and hearing about it i made me realize like you know you got to remember when you have an addiction problem that's a medical issue mm-hmm. and if from I, I don't know much about addiction but it's to your point it's it's a life addiction yeah. You can be sober for years. And fall off. And fall off. It is a journey you're on every day of your life. Yeah. So I applaud Wendy, mm-hmm. and I think that we all should, because she's still on her journey, and she hasn't given up. The mm-hmm. fact that she's fighting it, she fell off the wagon, came, you know, and yeah. is getting help, that's all you can do. Yeah. That is the work. So, you know, and, you know, we're coming up on uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So, I mean, just really thinking about what we go through and how we cope, you guys. You know, they, what they say is check on your strong friend. Yeah. Always. 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 Whatever. And forgive them the great, I mean, give them the forgiveness that they need to forgive themselves to just say, okay, girl, yesterday was bad, but today could be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's what we have to do. And all this side business on social media, oh, it must be hard to be famous these days. <sighs> girl, every skeleton in every closet is just waiting for someone's phone or someone's camera to capture it. And then we don't know what's true or what mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it's not, but I wouldn't be surprised because she's going through it, you know? know? But she needs our love. Let me say this. Before we get into this interview with um, Sally Richardson Whitfield, what you just said about checking on your strong fans, and let me add, call them. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's something in hearing your friend's voice that I'll admit I rely too much on text, group text. Like, how's everybody doing? And everybody sends this great emoji or a great funny gift. But I don't think if I don't hear my friend's voice to kind of hear what they're going through or to hear that sound... It's a real true indication of what somebody's going through. So check on your fr- strong friends, but call them. And so n- truly, we all need to remember every day to check on our strong friend. But we all, like Corey, like you said, pick up the phone, but also there are other ways. And I'm curious how you guys check on your strong friend. Is our group text better? Do you just love all their photos on Instagram? And I mean, are you doing them? a drive-by? Okay, drive-bys, yes. Are you just doing like a real quick check-in? Do you guys have a, me and my besties have like weekly nights? Like this is Wednesday And you guys have that uh, alert that you guys do. Code pink. Yes, code pink. <laughs> code pink. That just means girls, grab your glasses and come on over or let's go somewhere. But absolutely. So tell us, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast, how you and your friends support each other through the good, the bad, the ugly, and the bullshit. Okay? Let us know. Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Please. Yep. Okay, Corey, are you ready for this interview? We had so much fun with Sally. I know. This is uh, part of our epic week in Los Angeles that week. So Where we also talked to Winston. Because yeah. I had a people, people, people hit me up. Like, you still in L.A.? I'm like, oops, that was a later gram. <laughs> I know. I was listening to the podcast <laughs> coming in. And I said, oh, damn, should we have said, like, hey, this was before we saw the movie. And this is because I forgot how cagey he was. He, but he couldn't. He couldn't give out any, any info. Any info. But, the, you know, they, they know. They yeah. know what it is. Yeah. That Jordan Peele does not play with the spoilers. No. But I but I will say this. We can reveal this spoiler now. We have two new podcasts coming for Essence. Um, our Essence Podcast Network family is growing. We've been telling you guys about it. I'm excited because I'm hosting one of them. And it's called The Solve. Yes. I heard the commercial. Please subscribe to The Solve. The Solve Podcast is um, my new love podcast. Y'all know that y'all are always in my DMs and on my tweets asking me romance questions. I get it. I'm here for you. I've literally interviewed thousands of couples in my career. Men, women, talk to every expert. And I really just wanted, Corey, to help women. We all have the same dilemmas. We keep, you know, if, if you learn, then your sister 
that goes through it or your cousin or your auntie. Or, like, that's just how relationship issues work. So this this podcast is very different because it's literally about this is the issue. This is the expert. Let's try to solve it. I know. I tried to send you some celebrities your way. and You're like, nope, I'm mm-hmm. only talking to the experts. Only ta- Unless they have an expert opinion on the matter. We just want to we don't want to talk about it. We want to fix it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fix it, Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. We want to fix it. So um, please go to anywhere you get your podcast and take a listen. Um, we also have Unbossed, Marquita Harris podcast, which is all about entrepreneurship and business and career. You met her last week. She's killing it. So listen up to these two teasers for both new shows. And The Solve is available now. Come say hi to me, y'all. Subscribe, download. See, that's how I ended up working with the sex workers. I was answering phones. I'm Tracy McMillan. This is Demetria L. Lucas. Hey, it's Aviola. Hey, this is Nikki Morgan. I'm a relationship expert. No, guru. You're a clinical sexologist. <laughs> and you're listening to The Solve. And you're listening to The Solve. And you're listening to The Solve. Ladies, this is Charlie Penn. You are listening to The Solve, our brand new Essence Relationship podcast. And as many of you know, as the love and relationships editor for Essence for the last nine years, I have been dealing with matters of the heart for a long time. And I'm constantly interviewing different experts, influencers, and just women and men about their relationship problems. So that's what this podcast is all about, solving your biggest relationship problems. So welcome to The Solve. Let's do it. Even with money being tight and me being on a teacher's salary out here and having to pay back this damn loan, like I had more money to play with. The hard work. Like I work like nobody's business, like a bunny rabbit because I'm afraid of being poor again. Hi, my name is Camille York. This is Sonia Lewis, CEO of the Student Loan Doctor. I'm Lisa Davis. This is Avita Robinson of No Madness Travel Tribe, and I am unbossed. There's nothing I love more than a story about a woman who flexes her independence, a woman who leads by example and is unafraid of forging her own path, both in her career and in her everyday life. That's where Unbossed comes in. Unbossed is a podcast created by and for Black women. In each episode, I'll speak with entrepreneurs, self-starters, and women who are frankly about their business. Join me, Marquita Harris, the work and money editor for Essence, as we explore the stories of those who live unbossed. All right, guys. Excuse me. I scratched that. Scratch that. All right, ladies. Yes. (laughs) Charlie Penn. And I are in Hollywood. And we're in Hollywood proper. Oh, yes. We're steps away from the Hollywood Walk. Yes. Thing. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And we are sitting here with one of Hollywood's royalty. Mm-hmm. Y'all look crazy. We, we love a good <laughs> intro. We, but first, I want to run down some receipts. Yes. Who's here, Corey? Well, let me go through the receipts. You want to do receipts? I want to do receipts. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. This Chicago born and bred actress has appeared in several films, Black Dynamite, The Great White Hype, Soul of the Game. I fell in love with her from a low down, low down dirty shame. shame. Yes. And Posse. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Which is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But most people may not know that, you know, after being married and she took a step back, just a little step after having a successful run in Eureka, sci-fi fans in the house. Oh, right. She's now been directing. Directing. And can I go through these Emphasize. lists Please of do. just in 2019? And it's only February. Right. <laughs> okay. Are you loving this? You loving this? All right. <laughs> Dear White People, Queen Sugar, The Shy, Shadow Hunters, American Gods, All American, The Punisher, 
Blackish. I couldn't read my own writing for a second. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have Sally motherfucking rat. Wait, let me oh, do it right. <laughs> I'm getting my R's mixed up. <laughs> Sally motherfucking Richardson Whitfield. Oh, thank in you. the house. <laughs> Boom. How do you like that intro? I'm feeling good about myself right now. We like to run I came all in the receipts. irritated about some stuff. Maybe maybe life ain't so bad. And okay. now you feeling great, right? Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you for you. coming. And congratulations on such an impressive career. I mean, woo. I love when Corey reads the receipts because then you're just reminded, you know what I mean, of all that you've done. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, you, you don't see yourself in the way maybe other people do. Right. And it's definitely been a long road and there are definitely the valleys and mm -hmm. the hills and you know the mountains and then you back in the valley um but i'm uh really loving what i'm doing right now as you a director yes, as a director i feel empowered when was that spark for you to go behind the camera uh um i know ava's tired of hearing me say this story but <laughs> When Ava DuVernay did I Will Follow, I was that's her yes. first film. I was the lead in it, and that's when we first met. And during that time, I uh, probably drove her crazy giving my little two cents about things. But at some point, she said, I really think that you might want to give this a shot. I think that you would be a good director. She said that while you guys were working on I Will Follow, yes. and that was her one of her wow. direct, first directors. And okay. wow. it... I don't know why I'd never really thought about it. And I went, hmm, this woman is doing it. Mm -hmm. She's, in, you know, I'm watching her being inspired by her. And then I was on Eureka at the mm -hmm. time. And our lead actor had directed. And I went, you know what? Let me see. Mm -hmm. uh, and I shadowed a few directors. This director called, uh, in particular, this director called Eric Lonneville, mm -hmm. who, black director, he was on St. Elsewhere. You, mm -hmm. you wouldn't recognize him, but he's done hundreds of hours mm -hmm. of TV. And uh, then I went back to Eureka after, you know, you have to do your work, yes. and said, would you give me a shot? And they said yes. And that show was not a small show to do. A lot of his effects stuff, mm -hmm. some action. Uh, and I'm obviously acting. I had to direct myself. So they gave me a shot. It went great. I went, hey, I get this. Like, mm -hmm. I, and, and directing really is that, especially uh, TV. Mm -hmm. It is a, um, it's just a juggle of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And then the next season, I did another one. Uh, loved it. Then during my break, I paid for a little short film. Uh, so that I could direct something that I created. Ava wrote it for me. And uh, then I was like, okay, kids were young, couldn't really dive into it because like right now I'm never at home. And then when it was time, out of all the things, I'm like, I'm ready. Ava has Queen Sugar, but she's already booked everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but she didn't know, and you know, that I was directing it. I could find, so I go visit my husband who's on the show, mm -hmm. uh, first episode. And as soon as I get out of the van, she's there, and she looks at me, she goes, Oh my God, I can't believe you're here. Come here. And we go sit down and lunch. She goes, Are you still wanting to direct? Are you directing? I go, Guess what? And I had just got an agent, a directing agent, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I had just started shadowing again because I said now is my time this is what I'm looking to do and she goes I can't do my episode do you want it 
Look at that. Look at God. And then she goes a week later and I'm waiting. I'm like, well, she said she was going to do it. I ain't heard from her. (laughs) And Dondre's like, it's going to be fine. She's not going to say it if it's not going to happen. Then like a week or two later, she calls back and she goes, actually, I need you to do two. (gasps) And then. Delay uh, is not denial. And while doing it, all these shows started just falling into Mm -hmm. place with people I'd worked with for years, Mm -hmm. um, particularly some producers at uh, Eureka Mm -hmm. um, who knew what kind of person I was and what kind of job I did there. And they went, you know what? I'm going to give you a shot here. I know it's it's a big, uh, that was Shadowhunters. Mm-hmm. A lot of biz effects, a lot of action. Um, but I know you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And anything you don't know how to do, we'll walk you through because, you know, they know I could pick it up. Yeah. And you need that opportunity. That's what we have to do to give people a step up. Because a lot of these shows, you don't know how to do it until... You, you do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they give the opportunity to, you know, their friends mm-hmm. uh, or these young male directors oh, yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you you have to give so, people an opportunity mm-hmm. to step they, up. They say when you find your passion, mm-hmm. it touches like wildfire, mm-hmm. you know, and the story you're telling, that's that. That's what I see. It's like it was right there knocking and then you gave it a go and wow, which is the same thing with Ava and all of that. Yeah. That must have felt incredible. And you are now one of the top five. Female directors in TV? I, I, <laughs> Did we I, read that right? I don't know the list, but I know <laughs> Another that receipt. Uh, people like my work <laughs> and that, that um, like literally my girlfriend has a pilot and she just called me and she goes, Sally, we just found the showrunner and we're in the meeting and he goes, so who are you thinking about for the pilot? And he goes, have you thought about Sally Richardson Whitfield? She's like, uh, that's my best, you know, just one of my older, <laughs> oldest friends. And she goes, yeah. And she's like, girl, people are talking about you. So See, it, there you it, go. It, but, you know, the, the difference in directing and acting, you know, you can get actors, you could get an Academy Award and not work for a few years. Mm-hmm. True. We've seen True. it. We've seen um, it, yeah. And I feel that for some reason as a director, if you do a good job, and you get along with people, and you're, and you, and you finish on time and in budget and all those things, mm-hmm. you will work yeah. and you will not mm-hmm. stop working. Mm-hmm. If you, if but if you're good, people will, they will call, and it's not such a you know dancing. Okay, let me go here. I got to make this meeting. I got to audition. They just start calling because they're friends. It's a small community of showrunners. Mm-hmm. And producers who are doing a lot of these TV shows, and they will call their friends, or their friends call, hey, do you have any people that you really liked? And they will, they'll be like, yep, her, her, you know. So it's been amazing. That's great intel for aspiring yeah. female directors, like knowing that the opportunities are it's out there. It's there. You just have to, uh, I work harder than, I really believe I work harder than most. Because I know that I represent all black women mm-hmm. going into that may be the first time any of these people That's have had back. a black woman direct them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, the kind of shows that I'm doing, I'm doing really high, like really high budget, high concept mm-hmm. shows. Um, you know, when I say that, I'm like ten, twelve million dollar an episode, and with you know people just probably have never had a black woman or or these crew guys. Yeah, rarely have had any women, let alone some black woman coming in there. And so if I don't do spectacularly, then the next one who comes in, they'll be like, mm, 
Yeah, there's other black lady in here. She didn't know what she was doing. You know, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They're, everyone's going to be judged on me. Twice yeah. as good. Yeah. Half as far as, mm -hmm. you know. Tell us again. I mean, well, tell us a little bit more about this circle of sisterhood. It seems that you have like Ava was advocating for mm -hmm. you. Your your friend was able to call you. Like, how important is that in Hollywood? Because I would think like like you said, like it's a, it's already a small circle yeah. of these. But then add on the level of black women and how you guys support each other. Because well, I love here. I it seems like you have a great support in that regard. And well, I didn't even know it. Until wow. now, it seems like, and you know, you have to do the work too for those people to be able to now be this sisterhood around you. But I definitely have found recently that my community of women um, uh, are are now calling mm -hmm. and saying, "Hey, Sally, because if you're going to have somebody come to your show, why not be?" Uh, someone you know is going to do a great job mm -hmm. is going to do work even harder for you mm -hmm. and that's your friend yeah. and that you've known for years and so um those those women who are in power are definitely uh surrounding me and and helping mm -hmm. and um because i don't want to just be uh, a guest director forever i'm looking yeah. to run my own shows mm -hmm create shows, move on to do features now. I'm having those meetings uh, because I know I'm ready to do them. I mean, you know, once, if I can do an episode of TV in 12 days for $10 million, then watch out. Yeah. I, I can do a film. Come. <laughs> yeah. Where does your, Sally, where does your confidence come from? Because I, I just always have, I love asking confident, badass black women that because you're exuding it, but it's not forced. You know, um, you're very comfortable. And I, I mean, maybe it's my mother, you know, I had mm -hmm. a, which I'm hoping that I'm showing my daughter the mm -hmm. same thing. My mm -hmm. mother always worked. She was always independent. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Marsha's very, look, Marsha, look, Marsha, <laughs> uh, my mother, Marsha is, you know, she's a strong woman and yeah. always, you know, always held it down for us mm -hmm. and, and still had her humor and fun and was still beautiful and could be a woman. I tell a lot of people, especially, you know, girls, you know, women who are trying to direct them, like, that doesn't mean you have to be a man. Use yeah. your, use your attributes as a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, yeah to run this set because uh -huh. we're we do things differently and that's okay it is. um but also but in talking about being you know feeling confident and everything i think i've uh, i've grown into it more you know the more you direct the more you know you know what you're doing the more you you know you feel better about uh -huh. yourself uh -huh. and then when i didn't feel confident and there's still times every new show every time i think i've done a big show they just get bigger and bigger. Like the uh -huh. next three jobs I have coming up, uh, they're just bigger and bigger, bigger stars. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm going to go in and I'm going to feel unsure mm -hmm. and uncomfortable at mm -hmm. times, but no one's going to know it. Do you think you're going to have an inside? <laughs> is one of your advantages that you were an actor? And you can, is there, I'm sure there's a shorthand there. I think that working with actors, definitely, but also working with people. You know, um, mm -hmm. as an actor, you're used to bouncing around from different shows and immediately making those new people family. Mm -hmm. um, and so now I'm now the difference is I'm going to new shows, but now I'm the boss with the crew. But you still want to because I think it's important. Not everybody are the nicest, but, you know, you get yeah. directors who nobody like. Mm -hmm. But I think that what makes my shows uh, some of the best episodes that, uh, you know, when I go 
do, you know, Dear White People or what, you know, whatever these shows are, um, is that I'm nice to people. Mm -hmm. I demand a lot, but I'm nice. And they want to do their best work for me mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm also, um, I respect people's opinions. Yeah. This is your job. That's your job. Let me let you do your, I'm going to micromanage you a little bit, you know, <laughs> but, right. but I'm going to let you do but your, you guys, that's why you keep that budget. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let yeah. you do your job because mm -hmm. I have to respect that there's a reason you're here. Just like you have to respect that there's a reason I've been hired. Mm -hmm. And I think it empowers people and it makes them want to do their best work for you. Tell us about directing your husband. Oh, uh -oh. Yeah, I was how did he take it? Um, no, he knew, listen, he, uh, he, <laughs> he's no, great. he was he's very, anyway. was, of course, my husband, he's like, let me make this easy for you. <laughs> and, uh, cause my husband has a very big personality and he goes, I'm just going to sit back and let you, you know, I was like, let me, okay, thank you. But <laughs> no, let, you know, let me have the set. And, uh, it, he was great. He, you know, he was fine. He says that I've been directing him for 21 years, so <laughs> why that. not do it here? And for y'all that don't know, she's been married to Dondre Whitfield for uh, how many? 17 years? 17 years uh, together, 21 years. And y'all are so cute. Oh, thank you. It's uh, I have a good one there. I have a good husband. I, Give told, us I got some, lucky. Uh, I told Charlie, um, I went to the macro party and I was leaving and you guys were coming in and I was like, oh my God, they're on date night. They're on a date <laughs> night. I love a date but night. But it was so, be I mean, I only, it was a glimpse. I saw you guys walk in and it was just beautiful. It was very, very beautiful. It definitely felt like date night because um, not only <laughs> am I never in town lately, but you know, we got kids mm -hmm. and uh, going to a bunch of events and stuff is really, uh, never really been my big thing to do, you mm -hmm. know? And I'm like, okay, this is that time. All these little things, let's let's just hit them. We're gonna hit them all this weekend. Have some fun. I love it. And then go back to real life, which is yeah. kids and and work. Yeah. Because really, the parties are fun. But what you know, I'm trying to build some shit. Yeah. And speaking of real life, give us some of that longevity tea with love. I mean, I've been married all, nine years, uh -huh. but I want to know how we get to 17, you know, close to 20. What is, because there's a lot of shit going on in mm -hmm. all of our lives. Right. And it's hard. I'm travel. I travel a lot and it, it, you can put a strain. Yeah. I know you're always traveling, working. Your husband's probably traveling. So give us some secrets about balance with love and family. Uh, I don't know if I think career. I'm, I think I'm an awful balancer lately, but I think that you know, people say communication, but it is communication. Mm -hmm. It's easier for us to travel because we've been together so long yeah. that we kind of have this built-in trust now that, you know, if you just start dating somebody and you don't see somebody for a month or two, that's really hard. Strain, yeah. Um, after all these years, you're not really thinking I'm doing anything. I'm not thinking <laughs> that you're doing anything. Um, if you are, you know, that's on you. Because um, I'm busy. I'm right. Working. I mean, we at this. I mean, honestly, we're at this point. Andre's like, don't say that. You shouldn't. Why do you even say that? Because I'll go. I'm like, right now, if you did something and cheated, I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna have to stay with you and be mad at you. Because what am I gonna do now? Right. I'm like, I'm like at 51, I really don't want to try to meet nobody new. 
So I'm just gonna stay with you and torture you. Um, Wait, pause. Fifty one. You look motherfucking fabulous. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh, we need skin routines or something. Oh, and y'all, she's got these little husk earrings. She's got the little uh, what is those kind of pork pie hat on? Pigtail. Black never cracks. Oh my, oh my god. god. You can continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, had, I had to recognize. Okay, that, well, was break. Had, that was a yep, praise that was break. That was a praise break for thank you. you thank because you. That, we can't let that slide. <laughs> Um, but, yes. but I don't know. I don't. It's like a, we also have a dedication that we're just not getting divorced. Yes, mm-hmm. committed to um, it. Commit to it. And that we knew from the beginning mm-hmm. that it's not going to be easy. It's mm-hmm. going to be hard. There are going to be really hard times. There's going to be really great times. There's going to be times where you don't like me and I like you. And, and now I don't like you and you mm-hmm. like me. And one day we're going to both like each other for, you know, a year or two. <laughs> And we just have to ride that way because no matter what, mm-hmm. if if we break up, we'd meet somebody else. And then within 10 years time, you'd be probably in the same position. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, you know, real. you kind of yeah. have to, you have to grow with people. And we have definitely, both of us have changed. I mean, we're still at root the same people, but we've changed a lot and we've grown. And you just have to figure out how to you know, do that together. And like I said, I think that just saying we're not divorcing. We're I've not. seen you two out just over the years at Essence Festival, you know, mm-hmm. um, at a party, just from outside looking in. Um, and I always say, you guys seem, you guys look like you're really friends. Like you guys have a really good bond and that that's your, that's your dude. You know what Solid. I mean? And that's just me I'm not just, really knowing you personally, but looking <laughs> on the outside, like, Oh, they they like each other. Yeah, and I'm like not into, and, but I'm also Aww. not into pretending. I feel right. like you see a lot of couples. I'll know the couples. I'm looking at their uh, little Instagram pictures. I'm like, they look real happy. <laughs> but you never but know. I, but then you know, there's some craziness going on behind, behind the, the scene, <laughs> and I've had to really go, okay, stop looking at other people's lives because they're out here pretending. Yeah, and um. I mean, it's that same stuff. I'll see people at events and all this stuff. I said, well, I'm, how can they afford all this? I, I'm working more than them. And I'm going, oh, they can't afford this. <laughs> they're exactly. either pretending yes. or yeah. they're spending they're all their, their money. Yeah. And so I just, lives. I'm yeah, they're staging their lives. And, and, that, and I don't have time for it. Yeah. You know? We talk about Corey and I talk about this. That's why I'm so, giving her the A. We're like, the light. girl, yeah. we talk about this so much, particularly on the show and with our guests, because it's like we just it really hit us in the new year mm-hmm. that like we're a little worried about folks. It's it's like everything is for the gram, and you're not living in it. You're yeah. just staging it, and we you know, and celebrities do it. You know, we all do yeah, it. Yeah, and I get it. You know, yeah. but but we gotta live again. <laughs> and you really and 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 the social media can really I, I and I know I have to talk myself. I see. Uh, I'll see what other people are doing, mm-hmm. and for a moment, and and I know that what I'm I'm doing good, yeah. or I'm doing well. Yeah. Things are you know things are okay, yeah. and I'm building. And of course, we want to go quicker, and we want to be here. And then I'll see other people, and I'm like, well, how they get that, and this and that, and I should be doing that. And then you could go down this this spiral, and I go, oh, here we go. Stop uh, it. Yeah. Great for them. That's not yours. Just relax and get out of your head with comparison, mm-hmm. you know, of comparing um, what's going on with other people. Mm-hmm. What is, but how do you do that here in this town? I mean, we're, you know, we're here just for two days, but we're busy. <laughs> right. But, you know, Hollywood is a town of pretend. It's a town of, you know, 
being seen, scene, being in yeah. place. How do you stay grounded here? And you know, what is that? Years ago at Essence, there was a story we did about the soul of Hollywood. Can you talk about that? Like the well, soul of black Hollywood? But I really think it is. I think most people know if you really are in the game here, you know, like I said, you know people are out here pretending mm -hmm. and that it's much harder than it seems. Mm -hmm. You know, that that beautiful Instagram uh, post, they left and went to their apartment. Mm -hmm. And we know that everyone thinks you have some big mansion, but that's not true. Right. Um, I just, like I said, I'm not at every event. Mm -hmm. um, and I think my family keeps me grounded. I just don't have, when you go home and you have to deal with, I mean, literally, I'm at Essence doing notes on an edit, <laughs> sending notes in, because I'm, you know, yeah. talking to my son who keeps calling me, when you coming home? <laughs> and my daughter posting on the thing, who told you you could wear that? That looks very risque, mommy. <laughs> How old is your daughter? 14. Oh, yeah. that's the age. But these are the things that I think, you know, that keep me grounded. Yeah. I don't know what other people are mm -hmm. doing. Um, and the people that I do choose to hang around with uh, are normal people. They yeah. may have great things going on for them, uh, but they're, you know, I see them in there. We, we all know what's real. Yeah. And we go with that. Mm -hmm. Your circle matters. Your circle matters. Yeah. Okay. Last question before okay. we wrap up. So I should have started with this because I realize how much you're attributing to the Time's Up Challenge, the new and the 4% Challenge. Mm -hmm. So tell us, I know you talked a little bit like about wanting to eventually do features and stuff, but what keeps you going um, to meet that Time's Up Challenge? Because I think it's supposed to get more female directors by 2020. Like how many things do you have on deck? Um, well, 2020, I feel like I got, I mean, oof, I got a year. Uh, <laughs> I think that, um, like, as of now, like, literally getting off the phone call right now, like, for me, I will be booked up through the end of the summer. But, uh, you know, whatever they talking about, this 2020 <laughs> hashtag, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I know that in the next, you know, I, I got a good, these next two years are about to be really great. Okay. And that's what I'm building on. And... Um, I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm part of a just a times up kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, I my work is speaking for itself, and um, and and now it's grown from that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that people want to work with me because of that. They want to work with me because I'm gonna take care of their money. Mm. And I'm going to give them their best show and their best film. I have actors who come up and they're just like, that thing you said to me on the set, that one note, I will remember that forever. And I, I mean, I had that the other night. And that's what's important to me is to do great work and let that speak for itself. Thank you for being great. Thank you, guys. You are so inspiring. Oh. I love it. I think she just, she's just director goals, wife goals, mom goals. Well, body goals. Right, skin goals. Yeah. Come on, fashion goals. Y'all didn't see the hat, but we're going to post a photo with her so you can see it. Thank you Thank so much you. for Thank you for having me. I really appreciate Thank you. it. Special thanks to our guest, Sally Richardson-Whitfield. 
Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Yes, yes Girl, featuring interviews with Jada Pinkett Smith, Amanda Seals, Ayala Van Zant, and Michael B. Jordan. You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, yes, that's you. Be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. We love reviews. Give us reviews. More, more reviews. Thank you. Don't forget to talk to us on social. At Corey Murray. At Charlie Penn on Instagram and at ManWifeDog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast. Love ya. Talk to you soon. Bye.